Thank you for listening to Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti, recorded live at the Sat Yoga Ashram in Costa Rica. To join us for a life-changing meditation retreat, or to make a donation to support this transformational work, please visit our website, www.satyoga.org. To access more teachings or guided meditations from Shunyamurti, please visit the members section of our website or our YouTube channel, Sat Yoga Institute. Namaste. And the first thing we have to understand is that the problems that we face in our lives are becoming ever more complex. The world is becoming more complex. And that complexity uh, is also uh, filled with uh, indeterminacy. So that it's a dancing landscape of complexity that doesn't remain the same. You can't diagram it and say, okay, now I can study what to do, because the situation is going to morph in a, in a new way. By the time you've figured out how it looked uh, five minutes ago, you already now have to figure out uh, its new uh, form that it's, it is emerging out of uh, what had been there and, uh, and has already disappeared and, and been replaced. These kinds of situations require an, a quick distillation of the complexity into simplicity. So, we have to reverse evil into love. Now, I spelled evil in a neologistic way, not as it's usually spelled, not just because it fits the corny acronym that I'm trying to impose on you, but uh, because I want to create a concept that combines evil and evolution. Because we're in a world that's filled with a lot of evil, but it's evolving. And even against its own will, it's evolving into goodness. But if you're stuck on uh, labeling it as evil, you will not be able to see the ability that you might have to accelerate its evolution into another form without resisting it or hating it or being repulsed by it or running away from it, but being able to see it with its inherent ambiguity and indeterminacy so that there is a way that you can influence its evolutionary development into a form that will be harmonious with the intentions that, uh, that you are serving. <clears throat> so, of this acronym is that you have to deal with the emotional volatility of people and the inconsistency of their emotional states and perhaps their lack of emotional intelligence or uh, self-understanding and an inability to, uh, to cope with stresses that can bring about a shift of emotional state such that 
a dissociated fragment of the ego comes to replace the fragment that was there a moment before. And suddenly you're actually dealing with another being, another persona. And you have to be aware if and when such a shift happens and, and, uh, and either get back the original one or create more of a, uh, a unitive connection between two possibly dissociated fragments that never have met each other. And many egos have such. If you have such, of course, then that has to be dealt with first. <clears throat> but this emotional volatility uh, quotient that you will be able to recognize in different people will prevent them from keeping their promises. And so if you're in a social organization where you depend on people being responsible for commitments and promises that they made, and yet they're unable to do it, that's going to create a real monkey wrench in your operation if you're not able to both precognitively recognize the danger and know how to uh, prevent it from uh, manifesting. So there has to be an, an ability to uh, have, have a, a barometric reading of the uh, emotional instability that might lurk behind a very placid uh, and composed uh, mask that could, uh, could suddenly shift a situation into looking very differently than you had assumed that it was, uh, that, that you were participating in. The next one is value indeterminacy. And this needs to be understood in, a, in several different ways. Uh, for one thing, something that you valued uh, in the past and took for granted had value for you may no longer have value. It may be an artifact of an obsolete frame of reference that you want to jettison and not continue. And if you uh, are stuck with a very rigid value system and don't recognize that uh, conditions may have turned one value from being a good to being an evil or being something unwanted, then you won't be able to respond in real time to what is now required in order to keep a situation in balance and harmony or uh, progressing uh, toward a desired goal. So we also have to recognize that every value contains its opposite. The good does contain evil, the evil does contain good, and the right does contain some wrongness, and the wrongness has something in it that is right about it. And the more that we're able to see all sides uh, of a particular uh, event or situation or thing or idea, and not value it in a univocal way, but recognize that it has many possible uh, values, negative and positive, in different situations and applications, so that we can remain very agile in the way that we relate 
uh, to particular uh, things and orders of value and belief systems, etc., and not be stuck in a rule-based and rigid uh, reactivity to events that are evolving in unprecedented ways. So that means we must uh, not have closure, not have judgmental closure on a person or a situation, but always see its potential for whatever is happening, even if it looks extremely anti-social or uh, anti-harmony, that it may actually be bringing out uh, a, a potentiality that was latent in a situation that only through uh, allowing, let's say, the dark side of someone's personality can their power to turn their, let's say, anger into a kind of determination and tenacity that will enable them to, uh, to propel themselves through a, a difficulty. So we, we have to be very uh, uh, non, uh, uh, let's say, uh, uh, determinative ourselves in labeling the kinds of things that people are doing and being able to recontextualize what their value might be uh, rather than to try to stop them from doing whatever they're doing, but be able to ride the wave and make use of, if you've got lemons, make the lemonade, etc., etc., and not uh, fall into a situation where you feel defeated or you feel uh, uh, betrayed or you feel in some way you know, trapped in a, a deadlock of some kind. <clears throat> the next uh, factor in complexity is the obscurity of the meaning. Uh, literally, what did they mean by what they said, and what's the meaning of this event? What was the meaning of the French Revolution? You know, what's the meaning of anything that happens? And rather than uh, trying to get out of the obscurity of an unknown situation, a known unknown, as well as perhaps an unknown unknown, uh, to, to be able to deal with that uh, with one's own capacity for uh, approaching ambiguity with a sense that uh, whether the coin comes up heads or tails, you can win. You don't have to uh, put all your money on to, uh, to one side of the coin. And you're able to recognize that uh, that, that kind of obscurity also functions uh, to bring about possibilities that are hidden within confusion, that actually may bring out uh, lucidities of kinds that you wouldn't have expected would be there. So again, it's being open to the potentiality of situations and redreaming them with a, a, a complete win-win modality of uh, recognition and assumption uh, that will uh, enable something to flower in ways that it or they might not have expected to the benefit of all.
And finally, what creates complexity in most situations that we face is the latency period of emergent reactivity. So uh, there are many uh, situations and projects and people who have emergent properties that have not yet emerged and, uh, and may not emerge for some time. The chick isn't going to come out of the egg for a certain amount of time. But we don't want to give up on that egg prematurely and we want to also be able to recognize uh, is it going to come out as a chicken or is it a peacock or is it a hawk or is it right something else? Is it a dinosaur? But we have to know that that latency also uh, can uh, shift the, uh, the unfoldment of plans, the best laid plans of mice and men uh, <coughs> off gang aglay because of a latent emergent, emergent reaction. So, somehow you have an agreement with someone and two days later they change their mind and they're furious that they agreed and, uh, and they want to undo it. And you've already gone ahead and invested in the project and it's too late to stop it. Those kinds of latent, uh, emergent reactions, whether they're emotional or they're factors of a situation that you hadn't been able to foresee, uh, we, we need to be able to recognize that not everything uh, that is uh, going on in a situation has boiled up to the surface yet. That doesn't mean that the volcano isn't going to erupt tomorrow, but we, if, the more that we can palpate its temperature and the various factors that could bring about a sudden shift, the more that we're able to, uh, to deal with it in a, uh, a version of its being that is much more simple and present as a whole, rather than with parts uh, underground but waiting to erupt. So to be sensitive to all of these factors means that we have to be able to, to move with a great lightness of being, perhaps an unbearable lightness of being uh, in, to the ego, because we have to be okay with indeterminacy. Thank you for listening to the Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti podcast. For more information on programs and retreats, click on the calendar section of our website, www.satyoga.org. Our work is made possible by the generous support of our listeners, viewers, and members. To make a donation, please visit the donate page of our website. We thank you for your support in our mission to share this timeless wisdom with the world. Namaste.